1: Welcome to the Life Coaching for Men podcast, where real life meets real coaching. I'm your host, Dr. Darren Wilson. Welcome in everyone to episode number 40 of the Life Coaching for Men podcast. So great to be back with you this week. Uh, Have I told you how much I'm digging my podcast room? kind of got it set up now the way I want it to. I've got a uh, little memorabilia on the walls. I've got uh, a lot of sound uh, proofing things up and uh, got the mic tweaked I think just about right. So uh, I've been pretty pleased with the uh, the sound and and really pleased with the just the setup and the acoustics and all of that. So it just kind of feels like feels like home. So I appreciate you all coming in each and every week and joining me. Uh, again, thank you for the The reviews, thank you for the ratings, thank you for uh, the comments, thank you for the feedback. I really appreciate that. I wanted to start out this week uh, by giving a shout-out to a review. This came from uh, A. Saygraves. It says, Fantastic for men in their daily walk. Absolutely love listening to Darren each week because he makes each episode personal. So many practical ways to put these challenges into your daily walk. Thankful for you, Darren. Well, Ace Graves, I'm thankful for you and uh, thankful for all of you listeners out there, uh, like I said, who continue to uh, join in each week uh, with the conversation and and listening, whether you listen on your way to work, whether you listen when you work out, uh, whether you listen, uh, you know, wherever you listen, it doesn't matter. I just uh, really appreciate uh, that you show up each and every week. I know some of you do it first thing uh, when it's downloaded on Thursday and then uh, others of you listen throughout the week, and the numbers continue to rise. I told you last week we're going to break another record uh, this month, which is outstanding. And again, it's just being able to uh, spread the word. Uh, I got an email this week from a guy who uh, had heard about me from another podcast listener, and uh, we're going to start coaching together. And so that's how this works, and that's how that's how you get better as a person. That's how you grow. That's how you take that initiative and you take that step and you stop spinning on that wheel that you've spun on for so long and you think you can't get out of your own way and um, this podcast hopefully helps you uh, with that with some of these uh, practical lessons that we that I bring each and every week uh, but if you want the depth if you want the depth and if you want to really move yourself forward uh, then reach out uh, email me it's it's very simple, drdarrenwilson at gmail.com. Uh, go to the website, Darren Wilson, uh, drdarrenwilson.com, uh, however you want to do it, and, and reach out and let's let's uh, let's have a conversation, you and me, and let's figure out uh, what you're struggling with and how I can help you move forward. So this week I'm gonna start with a question. And the question is, why are you so scared? Or Why are you scared or what circumstances in your life bring up fear? You can ask the question. You can answer the question in several different ways. But the fact of the matter and the truth of the matter is we all have fear. We all battle fear. Fear is normal. So for those of you who have been out there trying to resist fear or who, who are trying to just completely conquer fear and get over fear, let me give you a little, uh, a little relief in that, that you're not going to get over fear. There are always going to be things that come up in your life that are going to cause you a little bit of anxiety. They're going to cause you a little bit of fear. Now, you know from, uh, from life experiences that there are some things that trigger that fear Much more distinctly than others, right? You have a a stronger fear of certain things, certain situations, certain people uh, than you do others. Uh, For some of you, if you own your own business, you may have a fear of disciplining your employees. You might fear that they're going to leave, right? You might fear that you have to go out and find new ones. You might fear that they're part of your revenue. And if you lose that revenue stream, what are you going to do? How are you going to make that up? And so, you live in that fear. For some of you, it's a fear of, of talking to your spouse or being vulnerable with your spouse or having a, a delicate conversation with your spouse. It brings up that that fear inside. For some of you, it's a fear of, of, of taking that next step, right, of, of getting out of a current situation that you might be in. Maybe it's a job that you just have hated, but you can't make yourself take that step. You can't get over that fear of losing that secure income or, you know, whatever the situation that you feel like um, you're currently in that's holding you back uh, from doing something else and from really uh, extending yourself and really challenging yourself, you just can't get out of your own way because of fear. Now, fear is also very positive, right? How many of you out there are are athletes or have been in an athletic competition and and as you start the competition, you've got a little fear, right? There's countless studies that have been done that says, you know, you want a little bit of that nervous anxiety before you go on the floor, before you go on a court, because it, it makes you just a little bit sharper, right? Gives you a little bit of a mental edge. And so in that vein, fear can be good for you. We also know that fear goes back to the beginning of of man when we were created right because we were created and in and, and our primitive brain has said you better have fear because of what you got to be able to outrun the lion <laughs> you might not be able to outrun him but you got to outsmart him right if you f- if you know that there's danger out in the wilderness you've got to be able to get out of that danger because you want to be able to live you want to be able to survive and so fear is just part of our DNA. Now, one would think that we have grown past that, right, especially in our day-to-day life, because most of us aren't worried about being attacked by a lion or being attacked by a tiger. We're just not. We don't deal with that uh, each and every day. But fear is still in there because that's how we're wired. That's how our brain's wired. And so for some of you, you just need to know, hey, take a deep breath. It's okay. Fear's going to come up right? When you have that next interview, you're going to have some fear. You're going to be a little anxious. You're going to be a little nervous, but I want you to start understanding how you can start using fear, not only as an advantage for you, but also how you can begin to recognize that it's just fear, that you are just being very uncomfortable in this situation and instead of like you've probably done in the past you do what you either you either fight you flight <laughs> you hide right there's some sort of emotion that comes out and plays out of that and you just you've never taken the time to realize hey wait a minute this is just simply this is just simply fear right we don't have to make it this big of a deal if we learn how to cope with it. And if we learn why we're scared and what we're scared of, then we, be, we can become, uh, we, can, we can start to have some power over that. And really, you know, we've talked a lot on these podcasts, really for for a lot of you, it's it's how do you how do you take that power back, right? Because you feel like you've just given away your power day after day after day. And for some of you it's it's to fear after fear after fear because it's not just one thing. You see fear shows up um, in a in a lot of different in a lot of different ways. So first of all realize that it's normal. This is a normal response. It's been around from the beginning of time fear is there. So what do you start to do with it and, and, and how do you start to, to really uh, move yourself forward when you're feeling it? Now, I talked a little bit just a minute ago about the, the, the harmful reactions to fear, right? And, and in that, um, you know, all destructive fear and fears can really be boiled down into those natural instincts that I mentioned. Fight, flight, or freeze, right? You just freeze. And here's what's so interesting, is that when that fear comes up, there is so much anger that arises that really start to stimulate, right, that vulnerability inside of us. And for men in particular, we say, whoa, 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 we are not ready to be vulnerable we don't want any part of that vulnerability. And so what do we do? We react with anger, and we lash out, and we fight. Think about the last fight you had with your spouse or your significant other. Think about that last fight. Nine times out of 10, you got angry because you were afraid. Now, you might not have realized it at the time. Chances are you didn't realize it. But where does that anger come from? That anger comes from Being scared of being vulnerable. That's where it comes from most of the time. And so the thing about the fight response and the anger response is a lot of times that's the most dangerous response, right? More so than even the flight or even the freeze because that fight reaction directly affects the other person that's right in front of you. Think about those confrontations. My guess is most of the time when you when you flight, when you run from that situation or even when you freeze, the situation sort of deescalates. Now, you're still mad. You're still angry inside, but you don't have that confrontation going back and forth. Right. Because you've chosen to remove yourself from the situation or you've just done that so often that you just kind of crawl and hide. Right. How many of you shut down when you get in an argument? Well, you shut down because you're scared. You shut down because you're fearful. You lash out because you're fearful. And that's what you've always done. Chances are you've seen that modeled somewhere. Your dad might have done that same thing. Your mom might have been the same way. Maybe you've learned that from your spouse. Maybe you learned it from a coach. Maybe you learned it from a teacher. Maybe you learned it from a movie. But you've learned it from somewhere. And it is in there, and it's in there so deep in you that most of you don't even recognize that there's a way for you to get out of it and that's what is so freeing is when you finally realize wait a minute this is not this is not who I am at my core this is just how I'm responding this is just how I'm reacting to this situation that's been put in front of me and the reason I'm reacting this way is not only because I'm fearful but it's because that's all I know that's all I've ever trained myself to do. And in fact, I've not even trained myself in the conscious. I've trained myself subconsciously because I feel like this is the only way that I can find some relief is to lash back out. It's the only way I know how to deal with it. Right. And so if, if you ask a question and I saw this, this quote somewhere, it said, you know, do you consider, do you consider all anger to be a mask for fear? Like, is is anger really fear? And it came back and said, yeah, about 99% of that is fear. Isn't that crazy? It's tied back to anger. So think about how many times that you in particular, right, lash back out because of some situation that you don't feel comfortable in, and it's really rooted in fear. So what do you do? How do you start to get some relief? How do you start to get some some control? How do you start to transform the way you feel and the way you react to fear each and every day? And so one of the prerequisites for this, and we've again, we've covered this in some other episodes with some other feelings, it's self-awareness. Right? It's becoming self-aware. So it's kind of like that alien I've talked about before, right? That's kind of lives outside your body and you kind of look up and that alien looks down at you and says, oh, there he goes again. There he goes. He's, he's becoming, he's becoming angry. Why is he becoming angry? And you start to become that watcher of that thought and that watcher of that feeling. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, that's fear. That's just fear. That's what it is. And so you become to be Self-aware, and you can tell yourself, "Hey, I'm, I'm just really angry right now. That's what's going on. You want to know what's going on? Let me tell you what's going on. I am very angry right now. Well, why are you angry? Well, I don't know yet. <laughs> I'm working through that. Right? <laughs> I'm not sure exactly why, but I know that I'm angry. And so again, that is that self-awareness. So let's talk about you know five steps here that, that will help you, uh, transform your fear. The first, and some of these are going to sound familiar. The first, notice the sensation, right? Notice the sensation. So again, self-awareness is the prerequisite to everything else. So where does it come from? Notice what it is before you take an action. So before you lash out, start to notice where it comes from in your body, right? For most of you, you know that when you get angry, it goes right to, name the part, right? It goes right to your heart. It goes right to your chest. You feel that your chest tightening. It might, as I've mentioned before, it goes up the back of my neck. Um, You you might feel like your hands are on fire. You might feel like your, your eyes are on fire or your neck's on fire. But really start to notice what that sensation is. And so the next time you're in an argument, the next time you feel like you're nervous, the next time you feel like you're you're scared of something, the next time you feel like you're angry, just stop yourself and just notice. Notice that sensation. Notice where it's coming from in your body and start to be very, very aware of it. The second moves right into that. It's to name the feeling. So now I want you to actually name what it is. Wow, I feel nervous. Wow, I feel nervous going in to do this presentation. That's why I'm being. That's why I'm being rude to the guy, the gal who's getting the the presentation set up because I'm I'm nervous. And so when I get nervous, I get mad, and then I get angry, and then I lash out, and then right all those things. So, actually, name that feeling. What is it? Is it anger? Is it mad? Is it you're you're just mad? Is it you're nervous? Is it you're embarrassed? Right? For some of you, it's 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 you just you feel embarrassed. Somebody called you out on something and and you know they're right deep down, but there's no way you're gonna admit it. And so you're embarrassed, and so you lash out. So name that feeling. So first is notice the sensation. Where is it coming up in your body? Then once it starts to come up, sit with it. Name that feeling. What is it? It's kind of like name that tune, right? Name that feeling. And then investigate the trigger. Investigate the trigger. Ask yourself, what is really frightening you? What is it that's really frightening you? And then and then notice if it's really a threat or not. Okay, so let's use the same example as getting ready to speak in front of in front of a class or you're getting ready to speak in front of a group of people. Maybe you're getting ready to speak in front of a group of peers. Maybe you're the expert and you're going to be the expert in the room and you're going to speak in front of that, that audience and and you're terrified. Well, as you sit there and you've you've named it now that you're anxious before you go out and you start investigating the trigger, Okay, the trigger is that I'm going to speak in front of these people. But really it is I'm afraid that I'm going to mess up. Right, I'm afraid that they're gonna think I'm a fake. I'm afraid that that imposter syndrome is gonna sneak up that we talked about a couple weeks ago. I'm afraid that they're gonna ask me a question I don't know. Right, so you start to investigate the trigger, and then you go, you know what? What's the worst thing that can happen? What's the worst thing that can happen? I don't know the answer. I fumble over my words. I get booed off the stage. Like that's really the worst thing that can happen. It's it's not like I'm gonna be eaten by a lion. Right. I mean, that's something to be fearful of. And so you investigate what that triggers. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, wait a minute. I'm just I'm just delivering the speech. Not only am I just delivering the speech, but I'm delivering the speech that I have rehearsed and I've practiced and I know. And I'm fully confident in my ability. And they've asked me to be here and to be the speaker. And I'm the expert in the room. So if there is a question that comes up and I don't know the answer, then I'm going to say, look, that's a great question and we're going to investigate it more, and I'll get back to you, right? Or nine times out of 10, the the answer will come to you, and you'll know the answer. But you allow yourself to tell yourself this story, right, before you even go out there that's causing yourself to be so anxious. So investigate the trigger. See if it's really something that can, can hurt you. Is it a really an immediate threat, or is it just something that you're bringing up in your mind. Number four, lower the alarm. So reduce the alarm, right? So start talking to yourself about, about why you are prepared for this moment, and then start breathing. Start breathing, right? You've already noticed that your heart rate's up, or you've noticed that your chest is going crazy, or do you notice that you that, you know, it's, it's all up in you, and you're just, uh, right, you're just so anxious and and right on the edge, (sighs) start breathing, right? One breath, two breath, three breaths. Take 10 deep breaths. You will notice after those 10 deep breaths that you have lowered the temperature in the room. You've lowered the temperature within yourself. You've lowered that alarm that's going off, that's that's telling you everything's about to end, right? They're they're gonna boo you off the stage. You're just lowering that alarm. You're saying, no, 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 I'm prepared, I'm ready. Same thing you're having that argument with your spouse. You argue with your spouse, you've noticed it, it's the trigger, you're not gonna get hurt. I need to breathe. And sometimes when it's when it's that kind of conversation, you know, with the, when it's with a person, you need to you need to say, "Hey, just just give me a, just give me a minute. I just need to gather my thoughts. Give me a minute and walk out of the room. Walk walk up and down the hall. Take a couple deep breaths. Right, I recommend ten. I think when when you can get to ten breaths, you got to push yourself through those seven, eight, nine. Get to that tenth breath. Feel like you've lowered yourself." And then go back and be ready to have the conversation. And then number five is to give yourself and give others compassion. Give yourself and give others compassion. Remember, everyone, right? Everyone struggles with vulnerability. Everyone does. Everyone struggles with some type of fear. Understand that we're all in this together. When you're having that conflict with your spouse or you're having that conflict with your boss or you're having that conflict with your coworkers or you're having that conflict with someone who works for you, know that they're dealing with fear too. How many times have you have you actually stopped to think before you have a conversation with someone that you're nervous about, you're nervous about having this conversation and they know there's a conversation coming too. How many times do you actually think, oh, wait a minute, I bet I bet they're scared too. I bet they're nervous. I bet they're—I bet they have a lot of thoughts coming into this conversation, just like I do. I wonder what they're thinking, right? And have some compassion. Have some compassion for them. Have some compassion for you. Even those people that are in the audience. You've walked into an auditorium where you've sat down with a bunch of people you don't know. My guess is you had a little fear. Some of you had fear just getting out of the car because you're like, "Oh, I got to go in here and see these people." i got to go be around people. People make me nervous, right? So the people in the audience, they're going to have some fear too. And so have compassion for them. Have compassion for yourself. And here's one last thing I want to leave you with. I, I heard this two days ago, and I thought, man, this is brilliant. Could the opposite of fear be trust? Could the opposite of fear actually be trust? Because we automatically think the opposite of fear is what? We think it's courage, right? But what if it's really trust? What if it's really trust in ourselves, that we trust ourselves completely to show up the way we want to show up, to show up with that compassion, to show up knowing that we can name our emotion, to show up knowing that even though we're feeling this heightened awareness of anger that we can still work through that, that we know how to breathe we know how to get to the other side of it we know how to have a rational conversation with someone, that we know we can trust ourselves so much that we can walk out on that stage and regardless of what happens, that we have our own backs and that we're going we're gonna to push through that fear because we trust ourselves implicitly. I love that. What if the opposite of fear is trust. So this week, my friends, I want you to try those te- Try those five techniques. If you can't remember them in the moment, you can certainly remember the 10 breaths, right? You can know it's coming up in you because you, you'll feel that and you can say, okay, I can't remember anything. Just take 10 breaths. Breathe. One, two, three, big deep breaths and then go back to the situation. If you can remove yourself from the situation, take those breaths and then come back Probably show up a little better, but if not, in the moment, you can do it. You can do it. Fear will not paralyze you this week. It won't do it. Hope you have a super week. Can't wait to see you back here next time. Take care, everyone. Who is your life coach? If you don't have a life coach that you're working with each week that's challenging you, that's pushing you to be the best version of yourself, I would be honored to become your life coach. Reach out to me for a simple and easy consult at www.drdarrenwilson.com. Reach out this week. Let's connect and let's grow together.
0: You know how to book flights and hotels.